I think they're coming back. It might be better that uh, they don't come back. I don't know. Is it? Are you not confident in what you're... Oh, no, I'm confident in what I have written. <laughs> it's what I don't have written that I'm not confident. Oh, <laughs> are you still... You're still... I, I'm almost done. Okay. So, That's all right. But, Everyone but does that. If that couple comes back... I'll stop talking to you if you want, so you could. <laughs> no, I'm enjoying, <laughs> I'm enjoying the company. I've missed you. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Oh my God, it's called Stab. Yeah. Raise the roof, everyone. Lower the ceiling. Push out the walls. Let the dogs out. Go get them. Put them back in. Fix the hole that they got out from. Punish them. All right. Let's play Stab, everyone. Uh, We're here every uh, Friday, 10 o'clock or so. Uh, we do this live. Um, uh, check us out. Stab4gold.com. Stab, the number 4gold.com. You can listen to all 100 and something of our episodes. You haven't done the show so long, you're doing the end first? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been gone for a couple weeks, everyone, with some uh, family problems. We'll call it not quite a divorce, but it was a called off engagement with a woman I have a child with. <laughs> yeah, so I was just saying you were out having a good time <laughs> while I was hosting. Just yeah. He's having the time of his life, guys. Don't yeah. worry about John. <laughs> he hasn't slept here at all. One of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are on my bed right now. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> just want to let you know this because you can't afford the therapy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's uh. Sunday night after the open mics, you go to the press club. It's soul night, right? <laughs> so you could dance. Just uh, dance your problems away. Yeah, dance and drink lots of uh, liquor. And then I could stumble back here, <laughs> sleep on uncomfortable chairs, and go to work the next morning. <laughs> take a nap at 11 o'clock in my car. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the co-owners of this. Stage. Yeah, <laughs> successful <laughs> business owner. Yeah. Right here. It's fine. We live, like, we live in the same house until November. <laughs> so if That's you know of any place. Yeah, stab. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. so anyway, I'm single. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So if I'm trying to get back out there, if you know any ladies. <laughs> if anybody's got a spare cot. <laughs> if, anyone has a, if anyone has some spare empathy. <laughs> Let's play stab. All right. Want to meet anybody? Maybe? Not really. <laughs> okay, Let's, that's fine. All right. Seth. <laughs> Yo. You're drinking a beer now. Does that mean you're 21, hopefully, in the <laughs> venue? <laughs> this place is the enemy of the arts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I turned 21 last Friday. Oh, my God. So it's God. been a week. Yeah. It's been a week. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Already corrupting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A new tattoo. I've had that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're punk rock. I forgot. 
No, so. everyone in my family does the same shit every time. I like my grandparents are always like, "Oh, how long have you had that one? That one's new." And I'm like, "I've had it for two years." And you say that every time I see you. <laughs> oh, dementia is sad. <laughs> They're like, "How long you been in a prince?" That's what they, that's what they ask. It's an onk <laughs> or Ace of Base. Did they use the onk? I think they use the onk as well. Ask the 21-year-old about Ace of Base. <laughs> the sign they saw. What exactly? I believe it was the onk. All right. Thanks, Seth, for being 21. Thank you. Barely legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What? For drinking. <laughs> David. Hi. You're here again. It's the yep. second show. We invited you back. You did. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. What's your deal, David? What's your deal generally? You, know, you, you asked me that last time, and I gave <laughs> the worst answer ever. Yeah, let's hear. Um, so I'm, I'm. I, what happened was I, I work at a job that, although not that cool, uh, does have confidentiality, and I'm not supposed to tell people where I work. Okay. And FBI. I was like, well, what is my deal except my occupation? And put me down this whole rabbit hole of like, but really, who am I? Am I my job? Do I like my job? Who right. am I? Um. So I can't tell you my deal. <laughs> All right. He's a stripper. But I have one. <laughs> stripper. You have a deal. I have a deal. Yes. How much do you make? Uh, not as much as I'd like. How much does your deal make? My deal makes... N- I, it's, it's a couple different deals at this time. <laughs> oh. So it's, it's part-time work. I can tell you one of my deals. So I, I, Hitman. He's a hitman. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming <laughs> to the show. And, uh, nope, sit down. <laughs> sit down. Zach, wake the fuck up, buddy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Look so cuddly. I am. You are? Mm-hmm. All right. Come here. All right. <laughs> I, could, I know you're lovely. I could put out eight chairs if you want tonight. <laughs> if you want. Okay. Do you want to have a slumber party here tonight? Would that yeah, make this guys sad for you? <laughs> you have a circle jerk? Yeah? All right. I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. I already picked Wait, up the kids. You don't shit. have to go get them. So. My kids are in the other room. I should stop talking about... Well, that like your kids won't be down for a slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, Zach. Okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Jesse Jones, you've yeah. been hosting the show for the last two weeks. He's finally caught up. We have a, a race. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like a specific. I just... It's a race. It's like a uh, stat nerd for stab. <laughs> We, I don't, but Jesse keeps a, uh, a, a quick time file of how many shows everyone's been on it's and how many times time. they've it's done a, it. It's just a spreadsheet. It's a, a quick, Google Docs a quick spreadsheet. Time. Quick time. That'd be weird. I have he to re-edit a, it every week. He, floppy, he has a floppy disk that he keeps in his back pocket. All the stab archives are on 17, three and a quarter inches. 3.5. <laughs> keeps it on a zip file. Uh, <laughs> posts it all to Angel Fire. And... Um, GeoCities, all my animated GIFs. <laughs> right. Stole so many hamster dance Dude, GIFs. His, his uh, website has a counter showing how many people have been. Yeah. Okay. Um, I enter it manually. Um, so we've, we're, uh, we're officially tied for how many shows we've done because I've, uh, wow. I've not shown up to a couple and he's not shown up to a couple and yeah. he's had to host. What are we tied at? How many shows each have we had done? Uh, it's like 212, 216 or something. 216 like? yeah. shows each. 
We Why are we still doing this? Really, seven people here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> six people here. Yeah, it's amazing that you're both here now, though. It has been a while since we've it both has been, been a while. Yeah. All right, guys, let's um, let's stop reminiscing over the past. Play stab. There it is. This first segment's called reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym: reimagine it. Do whatever you want with it. Uh, what does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, we've already gone over this, but uh, I've been away for the past uh, couple weeks dealing with personal issues at home, personal <laughs> issues at home. Uh, with that in mind, today's acronym is SEPARATE. S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E, SEPARATE. What does SEPARATE mean to you, Seth? Hey, kiddo. I know you probably noticed that things are a little different around here than they used to be. You probably noticed mommy yelling at your old rascally papa at night, keeping everyone awake like the banshee she is. So you're probably wondering, what's going on? Well, buddy, your pillhead mummy seems to have got it in her airy little head <laughs> that Poppy is somehow not the man she married and has requested what we get what's called a separation, which is when a mommy and Poppy aren't getting divorced but don't want to live together or know each other anymore. <laughs> Now I'm sure you have questions. I know you're wondering, why does Poppy smell like pennies and hand sanitizer? Isn't that just a pussy divorce that a woman uses to bleed the man dry for longer? Why am I not the man she married? And the answer to all those questions is, well, it doesn't fucking matter. All that matters is that this is something passed down to me by my Poppy, his Poppy, and every Poppy before him. The fact that someday every Poppy abandons responsibilities as the earner. <laughs> now hold on to this beer. I gotta get this damn window open. <laughs> Very good, Seth. Bringing it hard with the voice. Very good. Um, that sounded condescending. I liked it. I really did. David, separate. What does it mean to you? All right. S e p a r a t e was a modern movement to finish the work begun in the Civil War and form an independent. Southern Confederacy. <laughs> Motivated, obviously, mostly by greed, Southern landowners wanted again to be free of federal interference and taxations. The process immediately was too much work and proved too tedious for Southern sensibility. It stands as the shortest secession movement in history, not even reaching the end of the naming process. S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E stands for Southern elite patriots, uh, armed revolution, yeah, tax everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good, David. Bringing the history to the now. Okay, very good. Um, Zach, <coughs> what did you write about separate? We're supposed to write something? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Um, separate is an acronym that makes shit come out of my ass without consent from my brain. I, I saw this ad while I was donating my sweet seed at a local sperm bank. They had this mascot that haunts me every time I close my eyes. His name is Super Evil Penis Attacker Robot who advertises testicular evisceration. I added a word, but I don't care. There you go. When Mike's Wake attacked. up, Zach. <laughs> All right. Very, all right, very good, Zach. Very good. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Brief. He is. Very, very good. Right. Very good. Nothing wrong with that. Jesse Jones, go long. 
No, actually, <laughs> that's not that bad. What does separate mean to you? Fucking people. They're the worst. Am I right? Like, all stop. They're the worst. The single worst part of this planet is people. Ugh. Just think about them. Think about any of them. Even the ones you think you like. Fuck those people. They're all right, like, sometimes. But how many people is that? The ones you supposedly like. Maybe 10, 15, like, tops. Then there's all the rest. There's so many rest. Politicians, murderers, Lyft drivers, dog groomers, carnies, skydivers, terrorists, jugglers, Uber drivers, mountaineers, musketeers, people who piss on the seats in public restrooms, telemarketers. Stop it. Stop trying to justify the existence of people. At best, we tolerate all the slack-jawed, mouth-breathing resource leeches around us because we think we have to. We don't. Separate yourself from humanity. Stop expecting people are really actually tolerable, even. (laughs) You'll be so much better off. Expect nothing and you can never be disappointed. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's real, real talk, right? There. That's good. Fucking people, man. They're the fucking worst. <laughs> Very good. That was reorganization, and that brings us to uh, our next segment: topical haiku challenge. Uh, please have composed three haiku in regard to the following topical news story. Headline: Arizona man. Uh, learns mom's body was detonated in an experiment after being sold to the military. That's right, Phoenix, Arizona. An Arizona man was distraught to learn that his mother's body was sold to the United States military for blast testing, which involved strapping it to the chair before, before an explosive device was detonated underneath. Okay, haiku go. We'll do one at a time. Seth, what's your first haiku? Man, fuck the government. I'm a libertarian. I could have did that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good. David, your first of three. Read more articles about these, quote, scientists. Spoiler, tub of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Read more about these people. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I read more about it, too. (laughs) Tub of frozen dicks. Yeah. Why were they testing how easily they could blow up a dead woman? (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Jesse. Yeah, my first one, I just wanted to get to before the rush. So, uh, (laughs) this one's titled Mixed Messages. (laughs) If I had known you weren't going to fuck her corpse, I (laughs) wouldn't have sold her. I don't agree with that one. I don't agree with that one, for the record. All right, uh, Seth, you're second of three haiku. All right. uh, Now I really wish my last words to mom weren't blow up out your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. David? Medical findings after blowing up humans... (laughs) Don't do that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zach? 
mom used to be here, but now mom is everywhere. I'm glad we sold her. (laughs) (laughs) Second is titled Grieving. Awesome. (laughs) Funerals cost much. Save some money. Fire her out of a cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Seth, your third of three haiku. Did they have to play Born on the Fourth of July while Mommy got dead? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. David. Cherry blossoms fall. Careening in the east wind. (laughs) But like bloody mom. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Zam? Running out of coke. Need more money. I think it's time to also sell dead. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Jesse Jones. Third is titled Recruiter. I'm from the army. (laughs) I want to buy your dead mom. Cash. No questions asked. (laughs) Very good. That was the Topical Haiku Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Let's enjoy this for a second. Okay. Very good, everyone. This next segment is called uh, This Was Today Once. Uh, Seth Draven. Is that okay to use your last name? Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Seth Draven. Uh, Right now, uh, we are at the beginning of International Clown Week. I don't know if you knew that. International Clown Week has begun. Uh, Also on this very date, 1934, Adolf Hitler becomes Commander-in-Chief of Germany. Uh, How did you choose to celebrate this? (laughs) The aforementioned events in tandem. (laughs) Too easy, John. Pass. Uh, check, please. (laughs) But seriously, this is a special holiday I've actually observed for many years, and here's what I usually do on August 2nd. (laughs) Not many people think about this, but in many ways, clowns and Hitler have always had a special connection. It all goes back to when Hitler was rejected, not from an art academy, but from clown college. (laughs) The Board of Hilarious Clowns, or the prestigious Hanswars, as they are referred to in German, thought that Hitler's clown sona was too edgy and burzamy for its time and sent him packing. He then became obsessed with performing the edgiest clown act that the Deutschland Hanswars had ever seen and making it as real as possible. He dressed up in a funny little suit and sported a funny little chaplain and cut his hair short and dyed it black. To make a really long story short, thousands of innocent non-clown lives later, he ended up doing the classic mime trapped in a box bit that had been played out time and again and ate a night-night pill so he wouldn't have to face the good non-clowns of this world for what he had done. So now every August 2nd, I just bump the song Burning Mimes by the Warlock Pinchers about setting dumbass mimes and clowns on fire and eating them and laughing at the thought of the clown with one testicle. <laughs> Hitler wasn't funny. The Holocaust wasn't funny. V- right. I agree. <laughs> very good. Very good. You're dressed in black. We didn't know. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Seth, good job. No one's clapping for you, though. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, fine. We did a palette function. I didn't expect much. We don't, you know. We're, we're they don't out. clap for the Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. It's like liking someone's status on Facebook when it's like a sad status. And right, yeah. Not sure which way it'll My go. mom just got blown up by the military. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thumbs up, buddy. Yeah. 
Thoughts Heart, party eyes. <laughs> All right, David. Uh, on this date, 2018, Apple Incorporated became the first U.S. company to be valued over $1 trillion. Uh, also on this very date, 1922, a typhoon hits Shantou, Republic of China, killing more than 50,000 people. How'd you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, I'm glad you asked. I think it's really poetic that Apple reached a trillion dollars on the anniversary of this hurricane, since uh, this hurricane inspired a lot of Apple's business strategies. The Shantou hurricane didn't just kill over 50,000 people, it also displaced millions. People were housed with dozens to a room, unable to find work, stuck with just their suitcase, many considering suicide. And Steve Jobs is like, I could do that, but for profit. (laughs) (laughs) He set up a factory, literally two port towns down the coastline from Shantou, which makes half of all Apple products sold. His employees live in crowded dorms. Every day, crowds wait outside, hoping to be hired in the only boon to their economy. (laughs) Many with suitcases because they've had to travel from afar, hoping to find work. Steve couldn't find a way to monetize the suicide, (laughs) so he installed nets outside the dorm window. (laughs) Apple is in itself a force of nature, and who knows what technology they secretly have that they aren't sharing. I think Steve might have even invented a hurricane machine. (laughs) This factory employs as many people as live in the city of Miami, and I think that was on purpose. I'm just saying that every time there's talk of unionizing in China, Florida gets a warning shot. It feels like a demonstration of power. I commemorate this day by using the jet setting on my shower head and buying Android. (laughs) <laughs> very good David very good very good Zach today is national coloring book day oh I'll wait yeah. yeah also on this very date 1991 funk singer Rick James was arrested on sexual torture charges how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem well, I was feeling rather creative on this uh, particular <laughs> holiday and decided to construct an entire coloring book recounting Rick James's before-mentioned sexual torture charges. From the week-long cocaine smoking binge with a 26-year-old that ended in something I like to call the burning hot knife challenge <laughs> to when Rick and his girlfriend beat a woman unconscious and then revived her with water to beat her again, like if you owed an EMT money. <laughs> I, even put in the ac- I even put the actual trial in. You know, the one where he's accused of all those evil things and then he falls asleep in the middle of the hearing. You'll also notice that I drew him as a little sleeping kitty cat man. (laughs) I can't really explain further, but I had the cat's trailer stuck in my head. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Very good, Zach. Very good. That happened. We're just acknowledging the things that happened. We're not glorifying them. uh, (laughs) Jesse Jones on this date, 1790. The first United Census is conducted. Uh, United States Census. United States Census. Thank you very much. Did I not say that? No. United Census. That That seems weird. The United Census. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. I'm helping. Just words. Yeah. Just words that that are integral to my entire premise. Just just context. (laughs) 
Jesse Jones, on this date, 1790, the first United States census is conducted. There it is. Also, <laughs> also on this very date, 1992, Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick become married to one another. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate these two things all mixed up? Well, today I spent the afternoon researching our country's first population headcount and found a very interesting story on how we as Americans got to know how many of us there were anyways. <laughs> you see, back in 1790, the United States was a small new land. And as settled by such a small number to begin with, it was widely accepted that if one looked hard enough, they could find connections to one another in steps no more than thrice twice. In fact, the first three rounds of U.S. Census were actually known as the count a half dozen separations betwixt established recognizable citizenry and his lordship, Duke Kevinson Swineflesh. <laughs> you see, Kevinson Swineflesh was a popular stage pretendman in the late 18th century, renowned for his work, the length and breadth of the colonies, and such stage presentations as The Untethered Foot, Apollo Halfscore and Three, and the Land Shakenings series of speculative, hor horrific underground land monster assaultments. <laughs> You'll get it. So, <laughs> so prolific was Lord Swineflesh, and so important was his body of work, that President Fancywig and all of the legging-wearing, land-owning honkies up in charge at the time <laughs> decided that the easiest way to count for how many other fancy lads were in attendance of the newly minted independent nation of flag stars, later to be renamed America Town, later to be renamed Ya Boy America, <laughs> was to count how closely connected each of them was to Kevison Swineflesh. This was, of course, changed in 1820 with a much simpler system of simply counting the number of white land-owning penises, <laughs> which coincidentally is how the survey term polling was first coined. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was This Was Today Once. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Kevin. <laughs> Kevison swine flesh. I got it. It's I got it. The untethered foot footloose. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I'll be a hand. I'll out. listen back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that brings us to our fourth of five segments of the evening, uh, which means we're more than halfway done. Huh? How about that? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this segment's called Movie Makeup. Uh, police have composed a synopsis based off the following made-up movie titles. Uh, all these titles are brought to you by wordcounter.net's random word generator. That's who decided these titles. Uh, Seth Draven, the name of your movie is called Dad Pancake. Dad Pancake. Lisa Chester, come down for breakfast. It's another idyllic morning in the suburbs of anywhere, USA, and the kids rush downstairs for another morning of delicious pancakes. Where's Poppy, Mommy? <laughs> He's on a business trip. Now come get your pancakes. They're nice and juicy. The new X-Files series finale, <laughs> Dad Pancake. Very good, Seth. Very good. Oh very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, please. No, none of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, David Coleman, 
The name of your movie that was generated by the random word generator is generator is Fireman Stew. <laughs> Fireman <right>. Stew. <laughs> That's what came up. <laughs> Down on his luck, firefighter Derek Crawford always dreamed of being a chef, but could never pass food safety tests. <laughs> One day, while responding to a call, he smelled something delicious. Tracking the scent, he discovered a whole slow-cooked kitchen filled with charbroiled confections and smoked delicacies. It turns out urban buildings are the best pressure cookers in the city. (laughs) (laughs) Conflicting, or I'm sorry, conflicted but needing a win, Derek begins sneaking raw food into every fire he responds to and then selling it to ravenous foodies. Discovering quickly that supply and demand demands more, he quickly and ironically turns to arson. (laughs) With both his businesses booming, Derek is promoted and must now balance his triple life as fire chief, head chef, and the notorious mean mug fire bug. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, David. Very good. Zach. The name of your movie is called Icy Jeans Girl. Icy Icy Jeans Girl. From the makers who brought you Wet Shirt Man and Dad Pancake comes a tale of a woman with exceptionally cold pants and a taste for human flesh. When four teenagers are caught drinking in the woods, it's up to Rebecca and her cold-ass wranglers to show them the true meaning of justice by eating the shit out of them. These are Rebecca's woods, and nobody fucks in Rebecca's woods. But the teens don't know that. All they know is that there's an icy jeans girl who's trying to eat some boy bits. All right, very good. I kind of want to see that. I want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca's. All right. Jesse Jones, the name of your movie is called Library Body Rule. Library <laughs> Body Rule. <clears throat> yeah. From the producers of Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, and Fifty Shades Freed, comes a new story of public lust, hushed desires, and a relationship that most people can't believe even still exists. Library Body Rule. <laughs> Do we front bulge loves love? <laughs> but his kind of love usually isn't found in the reference section. <laughs> Meek lady object also loves love. <laughs> but like in a girl way. <laughs> because when she says she loves love, what she means is that she was written by a man who's only ever seen stipple-brush line drawings of vaginas in 19th-century encyclopedias. (laughs) And it's pretty sure he knows exactly what they'd say if they could talk. (laughs) After Dewey, like, super-easily wins over the love-struck, super-drippy-and-inflamed meek lady object, (laughs) with his knowledge of Star Trek starship classes, and chronological ship captain succession lines. (laughs) He knows she's ready for the bedroom. (laughs) And Dewey's got it all set up with all the smelly good candles, flower garbage on the floor, (laughs) and probably 
a really classy black light, too. <laughs> Meek sees it all and mushes on her titties. <laughs> Super ready to learn Dewey's hard, fast library body rules. <laughs> the first three are simple, and Meek takes to them like a targ on its first hunt. Somebody's going to get it and love that. Rule number one. Rule number one. Check me out whenever you like. Rule number two. Lick your fingers before you touch. <laughs> and probably the most important library body rule of them all. Rule three. Don't damage the spine. <laughs> Does Dewey have more library body rules? Probably. <laughs> but you're going to have to see this first movie a couple times to make sure it does well enough to get the sequel produced. <laughs> and if all goes well, come in next spring, library body rules, late fee spanking. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was uh, Movie Makeup. Thank you, wordcounter.net, and thank you, participants. <laughs> Uh, this final segment of the evening is called Battle Rapid. <laughs> this idea has been stolen from us a few times. Has uh, it? But you know where uh, you know you write a battle rap about something. All right, so all right, uh, we're not the first ones to. Yeah. Uh, being that we have a shitload of musicians on stage tonight, uh, please have composed a battle rap verse or two against the following person, place, or thing. Seth, get ready to <laughs> give us some bars. All right. Uh, you're, you're battle rapping the digestive system. All right. So uh, You don't get a beat. I'm so sorry. I know. That's fine. Well, I almost made one to send it to you, but I uh, waited oh. too long to do this. Okay. <laughs> so that's okay. on me. I got you. Uh, but mine starts with a, a skit, you know, how like a really good hip-hop album. Okay. A few right. skits throughout. Yes. Uh, so skit right. <laughs> <laughs> hip hop skits <laughs> skit 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 beep hello yeah no I'm phoning it in right now alright talk to you later Chickadee China, the Chinese chicken. You try to shut me up, but I just keep spitting. You're weak, you're dumb, can't even handle gum. You're always fucking up, so I'm popping on these tums. You shit out corn like the 90s did. The only shit you do is in my shorts and a fucking skid. Check it out. <laughs> I, love, I love this segment so much. I think I hate it as much as you love it. Yeah, so. it's just... I just love cringing. I love it. I love it. Okay, all right. That was good. Good job. That was very good. I liked the um, shitting out corn like the 90s did. That was good. Thanks. I was, was proud good. of that one. That was good. One. I like that one. Yeah. Corn, great band. Great band. All right, David. Uh, you're going to be battle rapping the outfit that you're currently wearing. Yes. <laughs> I leaned into it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so for those listening at home, uh, get closer to the I'm mic. Wearing, for those listening at home, I am wearing multiple Captain Marvel items, which I do in public occasions. Uh. All right. Yo, I don't like you, outfit. I'm wearing a shirt, socks, and a hat with Captain Marvel on them, sucker. 
<laughs> but they don't fill the void of my fandom, motherfucker. <laughs> Movie made a billion, a killing, fought and beat the villain. But you still can't get a decent tea, you and me. Comic readers, this swag ain't free. <laughs> <laughs> Better design on the shirt I made at home in the 90s. Spray paint under pine trees. <laughs> Yellow lightning painted on black. Miss Marvel, classic style is back. <laughs> Thought your Hollywood fame would change the game. Make flight suits and photon blasts not lame. <laughs> cool shit at Hot Topic. I'd like to buy it quick. But your selection has limits. How the fabric sits. Doesn't fit, because I don't have tits. <laughs> Captain Marvel is mostly on clothes for women, when geeks are usually swimming in graphic tees that fit our needs while we fail at the birds and the bees. <laughs> they sell a great romper, just not an XL. Men can romp too, asshole. Go straight to hell. <laughs> so I'm stuck in shitty novelty socks while all these dresses rock. Baseball cap built for a more fem feminine skull. T-shirt, no red, yellow, blue, just gray, dull. <laughs> Brie Larson hates me, not because I'm a guy, that's a lie. It's because I live in Sac, gets her thinking back, because she grew up in Elk Grove, doesn't want to remember that. <laughs> so fuck you, clothes I bought, whether or not you're the best I got. DJ Holla back. <laughs> But like H-A-L-A, not like H-O-L-L-A or H-E-L-L-A, because uh, Hala is the star that the Cree homeworld orbits. <laughs> and it's the one on her costume, and not H-E-L-A, because that's, uh, that's a villain from Thor. <laughs> Very good, David. Very good. That was great. That was great. Zach, let's hear your battle rap against the devil. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> hey little boy those are some lame ass hooves I've been on google and I've seen your hairy ass nudes seriously though that shit really made me sick when I googled your weird little pencil goat dick I'm about to make a devil skin coat from my lumpy man scrote I'll use your horns to type in my favorite catholic porn because Beelzebub you can suck my chub you ugly red bitch you get no love. <laughs> very good. That's very good. Jesse Jones, end this Damn show. It. Put the show out of its misery. <laughs> it was okay. It was a pretty good show. Yeah. Um, Jesse, uh, please battle rap. You're, you're going to be battle rapping a tree branch. Mm -hmm. A branch on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <clears throat> Bark, 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 and I'm back again. <laughs> About to tear this shrub down limb from limb. <laughs> Hold on your little acorns while you hear my latest. You're going to feel so cold in the shade of my greatness. <laughs> Look at you, punk, like you think you're big. Well, I'm the trunk, baby. Snap you like a twig. <laughs> <laughs> when I break this bow, sucker, you're going to fall. Down you come, baby, self-esteem and all. <laughs> Better watch yourself boy, you before you step up higher. Burn down the whole forest, spitting rhymes like fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's the end of Stab. Uh, I had fun. I hope you did, too. One more time for all the, all the comedians you saw tonight. Seth Draven. David Coleman. Zach Zellett. Jesse Jones. Uh, 
If you'd like to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Stab for Gold. Stab, the number four gold.com. Check us out on Spotify, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud. <laughs> Good night. Yeah.